Today's Mesila Isharim was dedicated La Tzlacha for Rahel Bat Esther. Ezat Hashem and the Zichut of the Tzedakah and the learning. She should be Zocher to Hatzlacha Bechol Maaseh Yadeha Amen. Okay. So we're here in Mesila Isharim, Parakir Tess. And we were talking about Yirat Romemuto Yitbarach. And we were talking about praying and doing mitzvot, but he focused on tefillah. And the Mesila Isharim told us the various thoughts that a person has to be filled with uh, before he goes to pray to Hashem. He has to know that he is standing before Hashem and he's conversing with Hashem. And he has to realize the exaltedness of Hashem and the small person that he is, the pachisus, right? But just before we, again, we're learning up the sugya slowly, but I just want to bring some clarity to the table, which is extremely important for us to know. This is fundamental. When we hear the word yira, most people think in their heads about the emotion of fear, fear of punishment. But that's not really the definition of yira. We have to get this clear because you can't truly build true Yira if you don't understand what it is. Obviously, a facet of Yira is going to be that you're going to be afraid of Einish. But that's not the whole explanation of it. Yira, by definition, step one of Yira is that it comes from the word Re'iyah, which is clarity. Clarity. Now, what is this first step of clarity that's necessary to have that on this foundation is built the whole year. And that is to come to a recognition that you are a creation. Let's try to think about that. Okay? This awareness that you're a creation. Creation means that there is a creator. And being that there's a creator, he controls, and he has the power, and you are a recipient of his benevolence. That means that it negates powers and abilities from yourself, right? You're a nivra. A nivra is a big subject. Big. Hopefully we'll go into Rabbi Rucham about it. It's a big subject. To, to come to a realization that you were created... And if you were created, you constantly need to be willed into creation because you have no intrinsic uh, power. You're a nivra. And this is something that's very basic, basic, basic. That means we find by Amalek, for example, that Amalek is the only nation in the world that would say, Mahotim et Amalek. Right? You have to totally uproot any zecher of Amalek. That means even Canaan, we have a chiv to kill, that's for a different reason. Because they're bad influence, because they're if they have a deserve, but you don't have to uproot their animals and everything. There's no din mochay timche. What's the difference between Canaan, who was very rotten people, and Amalek? What's the chiluk? By Amalek it says, Velo yare Elohim. When 
Hashem took the Jewish people out of Egypt and He made massive miracles and He turned over the world. Everybody had Yira, even Canaan. Especially if you look into Yeshua, Sefer Yeshua, how Rochov Hazoino speaks about the fear and trepidation that the Canaanim had. But, but Amalek not, right? Meaning, even the lowest of the low goy, at some point he's able, if Hashem makes a crazy revelation, even he will come to the realization that he's a creation. But Amalek didn't even come to that realization after that. That's lo Elohim. You have no way to stay in this planet like that. That means you see, the basic first step of Yira is a clarity and understanding that you are in Nivra. Now what is the biggest challenge that stands in the way of that awareness is the fact that we have Bechir. That means all of creations we see are powerless. They are designed to do a certain thing and to act a certain way. And they're programmed and that's the way they got to go. They don't have Bechiro. They don't have their own abilities to create and to do. So therefore it's easy to see that they're Nivroim. However, the human being, the human being has the power of Bechiro. Which gives him the opportunity to do things. And to decide things. So he starts to forget that he's a nivra and he's be'etz and powerless. And Hashem has to will him into existence. And even what he chooses to do, Hashem has to allow what he chooses to do to come into fruition. All these concepts, again, these are big concepts, but I want everybody to get this clear that a very basic, basic level of year is understanding that you are nivra. And you're not a boyre. And therefore, since you're a nivra and you're not a boyre, you're 100% Toloi in HaKadosh Baruch which means in the world, you have to see Nefesh HaChayim, but in the world, a person who creates something is not really truly creating it. Meaning, if you have a carpenter or whatever, a contractor, who builds a house, so once he puts, arranges everything together, he could walk away and the house could stand without him anymore. He could even die. And the house could outlive him. Because that's not a true creation. That's just an arrangement of material in such a way that it stands. And when you talk about a boire, when you're being boire something from Yesh Ma'ayin, that means it could only exist if the boire is always willing it to existence. So you're in a state of nivro. State of nivro means that you have to be constantly willed into existence. That's a basic level of Yerushalayim. Basic. Before you talk about Einshim and fear and this and that, the basic level of Yira is a clarity and an awareness that you are a Nivra. Despite the fact that it seems that you do have power. And it seems that you have an ability to create and to be the master of your world. You still have to come overcome that challenge that Bechira shouldn't make you fall into this trap of mistake and error that you're, that you're an Ivra. Okay? That's basic. So when we talk about Tvilo, 
talking about davening. Davening is the manifestation of you. Because davening by definition says, I am powerless. I am not the master of my fate. I do not have control. There is a higher power. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I have to be machliya to him. So you're bringing out the, the clarity and the realization in the oifen muchash, in a way that's chushit, that you feel it in your senses that he's the boyer and you're the nivras. That's why tefillah is really a very, very fundamental part of the avoid of Yerushalayim. So the problem is <clears throat> that since that's the basic fabric of tefillah. The problem is we never daven because of that. Correct? The Lord says that tefillah is dvarm ha'oim dibiruma shaloylam, which means that it brings a person up to the highest levels. People are mezalzal and tefillah. Because they don't take that unbelievable opportunity and use it to come to a level of great level of Yerushalayim and Hachnoat Hashem. This has nothing to do with Pachan. This is the basic fabric of Yeru. And that's the basic tefillah. Ezu avoid shebelev. What's the avoid shebelev? It's tefillah. That's the basic thing of it. The halacha is that a person now is a tefillah say keva. You can't make his tefillah keva. It has to come with this whole package. The problem is that by us, tefillah, it became very melumada. Something you do, it's routine, you say the words, and the melumada of it, I'm going to go into it a little bit deeper in a minute, is the thing that's actually blocking us from these feelings, which we're going to talk about. Very important. We have to know when we have problems in life, we have to diagnose the problems. So how come religious people... God-fearing people who want to pray to Hashem, what is the issue? What stands in the way? So first we have to know what feel is, and then we can start working on what stands in the way. Because if you don't know what stands in the way, you will never master feel. You see, this is our problem in life. We think that everything has to do with motivation. Right, Joey? Everything has to do with motivation. So I, okay, I got a chizik shmuz, I got an inspiration, and now I'm going to come David. And it's going to be good. And I'm going to have kavona. And I even bought a book that explains the tefillah. And I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, you know? It's like the guy who wants to start losing weight. He says, okay, that's it, I'm going to the gym, that's it, this time I'm going to be skinny and finished. And he's so convinced he goes to the store and he buys every pitch of you know, he buys the best sweatpants with the Lululemon and he gets the thing and the, you know, I had a friend, he said, that's it, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to get, you know, whatever. And he goes, he's already buying the belt, you know, when you lift weights, you have to have a belt around your back so he doesn't get a broken back, you know. And he hires the physical trainer and he's all in guns and orangutan, he's totally motivated. But then it doesn't go nowhere. You understand? After a couple of years, he has to make a garage sale to get rid of all his nechosim. He got that bag, you know, that gym bag, a few hundred dollars he spent on that gym bag, you know. It's unbelievable, right? 
sweatpants, and who knows what, right? So the problem is because it's not a question of motivation only. You need to know what is getting in the way. So if you say, I'm just, just a question of motivation, but you didn't realize what's actually getting in the way of you davening, so you never fixed the problem. You never fixed the problem. You don't go nowhere in life. You understand? No one says you can't have motivation. You need motivation, for sure. Who's going to work on himself without motivation? But it doesn't start and end in the motivation. You understand? We're very interesting people. Very interesting. You see, I want to make money. You want to make money. I'm excited to make money. I'm motivated to make money. I'm hungry to make money. Right? But everybody knows that you can be the most motivated guy to make money. But if you don't have a strategy, and you don't understand the challenges of your business, and you don't understand the obstacles, and you don't have plan A and plan B and plan C, you ain't making money. Everybody knows that motivation doesn't make you money. Motivation attached to intellect, strategy, research. Okay, then you can make money. All of a sudden, when it comes to Avedis Hashem, every brilliant person in the world acts like a total fool. They get an inspirational schmooze, they get motivated, and they think the job is done. Motivation. Finito la comedia. No, 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 no. Achshav matchil et avodash el asechel. You understand? You can't just do motivation get to the bottom line. You follow? So we have to get that clear. So I want to take a step here and try to daher a tifazach. You know what a tifazach is, Rush? Yeah, in your circles they say tifazach. Zed davar amok. Amkis. Okay? Because if you look over here a second, again, we're still overviewing a little bit. Okay? If you look at the next paragraph of the Ulam Hayira Hazois, take a peek at that paragraph from Boisai. The Ulam Hayira Hazois. I just finished talking about this year, which I didn't finish the whole thing yet. But the general idea is that we have to have a clarity of Lafnemiata Mispalo. You have to think about the Roma Musisporach and you have to think about the Prisus Ha'odam. Okay, that's the basic analysis. Okay? So he says, the Ulam Hayira Hazois First thing, it has to be strong in your heart and your mind first. And then, you'll be able to see, uh, you'll be able to work it into the body. It means the mind first, body second. Okay, now. Don Seigel over here has a kasha, and he's bothered that l'choyra in the derech avoid that's always chitzonius ma'ur pnimius. That's the assumption of the kasha. He says we learned many times in Mesil Sisharim that the peula chitzonius ma'ur is apnimius. So why over here does the Mesil Sisharim say that you should begin with the machshava and kviyas believe and then ma'isa? Should go the other way. The ma'isa should be first, and then when you do the ma'isa, hachitzonius moira pinimius is asking a question. You chop the kasha, Rabbi Yisai. Moishi, you get the kasha. So push the kasha. 
So Rabdan says a Mahalach, I'm not so sure, I have to be mine, I'm not to, I have to say something else, which I believe is a much tiefer point here, okay? I'm going to tell you what my thoughts are, based on what we've been learning always in Masil Sashar. So one of the key things when you learn Masil Sashar is you have to pay very much attention to what he's saying. He's teaching you, okay? Now if you notice, when you learn the Sefer, sometimes... Taka, the Ikadogish is on the Maisa. Let's say, for example, we learn Precious, right? Precious is the opposite of Taiva, correct? So Precious is basically actions. It's Gedara. You focus more on the doing part, right? You focus more on the doing part. So where does the contemplation part come from? If you remember when we learned, we learned that the contemplation part will help. Means the Iker when you come to Taiva, the main focus in Taiva is what? To do things to make your life less Taiva dick. Set up Gedarim in your life. Don't become used to the good food, don't, right? All that stuff. It's more in the, in the Maisa. Precious is more in the Maisa. But, of course, Basil Zosharan puts a big emphasis on thinking about why Taiva is so bad, but that's more to help you deal with the Maisa. If you take a look, let's say, for example, if you're gonna look in, uh, Anova, okay? Anova, the Basil Zosharan says, Means by Anova, the Messiah Sashom says clear. Machshava first. You have to learn the sub- subject there, but you have to have all the thoughts of why you should be an Anov. The proper way of thinking. And you have to get them good inside of you. And then you do actions that help. Right? But by Taiva, Taiva it's actions and Machshava help. By Anova, it's Machshava first and Amaisim second, right? So it's inconsistent, right? So if you look over here by Anova, the Messiah Sasharim says, Ki'im loy, I think this is a big word, we'll talk about it together, I mean, it's, it's, it's brewing in my mind, you know? Messiah Sasharim says, Ki'im loy ye'onav b'daytoy, so the point's like this. This is what I think. There's a pitfall and a danger when it comes to something like Anova, for example. If you're going to start to act in an outward way as an Anov, you fall, you may fall into a pitfall that you actually believe you're an honor. That's why Vashil Zishon says that you can have a guy who's acting like such an honor, and then he says to himself, ah, there's no greater anav and hakam more than me. So Mishlam, if you, you can see, you can fall into the trap and think you're the biggest chacham in the world. Right? But you're acting like an honor. 
You're just acting like one to fake people. Right? So how can you call yourself an honor? The terrorist is when you act like an honor long enough, you start to actually believe it. Right? So you run into that pitfall. So when it comes to taiva, you're breaking your taiva. Breaking your taiva is a metzias. You have a metzias to these things, so you have to make sure that you don't overindulge and you don't spoil yourself. That metzias, you have, you, you have to implant that metzias. The machshava will help you. By anova, if you start with the action, you may never change. You may, you may actually start, because since it's be'etzem, like a pu'ula of greatness, so you start actually believing that you're great, even if you're not great. So first you have to be kaveh b'dayta, and then you have to use the action to help solidify it better, right? So similar to that you have with yira. Because actions of yira, like hishtachavoya, bending over, whatever the different actions that there are in anava, in yira, right? Kaveh haroish, hishtachavoya, shiflosenayim, kvifasayadayim, you stand in front of Hashem like this, right? So, if you're going to do all these fancy pu'ulas of Yerushalayim, you might actually believe you're Yerushalayim, even though you have nothing of it. So first, you have to be kiveya and you leave that reality. Now you need help to solidify it, to, 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 to put it into you deeper, to be coined so then the action could come help. But the action won't actually lead to anything if it doesn't first begin with a thought process. I'll give you a marshal, okay? There's a, there's a Indian in Shulchan Aruch that have something called a Shivisi. You know what a Shivisi is? You ever saw in Hasidah Shishtibloch in Shul's, not by Svaradim, you don't see it so much, but you see it. You have this thing in front of the teva, or the front where the hazan prays, right? It says, Yud ke vav ke, shivisi Hashem l'noigdi. So the Arizal says, if you look at Hashem's name and you think about it, you're going to become Yilat Shamay, right? And then the Chofetz Chaim says, we have a problem. Because people are lighting candles, a lot of these places, they light, they light natives, you know, by, by the Baltfila. And they're burning the shivisi and they're making mechikas Hashem, right? So how can you, you look at the Ariza says, if you look at this, you're going to have your Shemayim, and the guy's burning it. How going to be such a thing, right? The Torah says, because first, if you have your Shemayim, and you need a trigger to help bring it out, then the Shivisi will trigger it. But if you have no your Shemayim, you can look at Shivisi all day and all night, it ain't going to do nothing for you, right? So the point is, when it comes to your Shemayim, the all things that can help Trigger it, build it, bring it out. For example, it says that if a person has tefillin on his head, talet, he's wearing a talet and tefillin, and he has a mezuzah on the doorpost, muftah loy, that he's not going to be choyt, right? But I myself, and I'm sure you have also seen, people wearing talus and tefillin standing next to the mezuzah talking Lashon Hara, you know? In the shul. Speaking in the base Knesset and Lashon Hara. So the Torah says, first you have to have Yerushalayim, and then you have a Zechira. The mezuzah reminds you, the tefillin reminds you, the talus reminds you, right? So, but you can halt from a guy, because at the end of the day, you're wearing talus, tefillin, mezuzah, you know what I'm saying? That I did for Meir's father. He loves the Yiddish. 
You can talk yourself into it. You follow? That's a dangerous thing. So why do we have this problem of mitzvahs anosha melumada? When it comes to religion, we have this thing called mitzvahs anosha melumada. Right? Why is that? Because since the external behavior is be'etzim a good thing, and we're so caught up with the external behavior, so we start to fall for it, that this is it. We are already from. But you didn't realize, you're not already from. You have to feel the era. That's why the Messiah Sasharim is saying, and I don't know if I'm right, this is my Mahalach, is the reason why the Messiah Sasharim is saying when it comes to Anova, when it comes to Yira, over there, you gotta first start with the Panemius. Obviously, the Panemius needs work. Obviously, through the Pi'ulos Hachitzayinus, it's gonna make it much stronger. It's gonna make it much deeper. Obviously, you need, you need action, for sure. But if you don't lay down the, the, the framework, then, and you just do the action, thinking that the action itself is gonna be Ma'uri the Panemius, you run into a different issue. You run into the mitzvah sanosha milumada because the external in itself looks good. So you get caught in that. Same thing with another. And that would be the chilek in certain other things, which may be like reasons you say the action comes first. You have to study each one by itself. Why over there the action can begin before the thought process. By taiva, you can think about how bad taiva is all day, but at the end of the day, if you don't do actions, you're going to be living in taiva. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to think about the steak sandwich, and then you're going to say, you know, it's such a terrible thing, the steak sandwich, and then you're only going to remember the steak sandwich. And then you're going to order it from Gladbach. Uber Eats. Shlach right now, you know? You understand? That's a, that's a derech of goyim. This is different. The Jews and the goyim are very different. See, if you ever noticed, I say, today the world is so messed up, nobody has any ashkafa. But the old books, right? The old books of Jews only talks about the good deeds of the tzaddikim. Doesn't talk about bad. Talks about good. Focuses on goodness. Kindness, goodness. Focuses on goodness. In the Goyim, right? So they want to put out a movie, let's say. So first they show you all that rice, and then they say the guy got caught and he got in trouble. Right? He stole, he robbed the bank, and then he got caught and he sat in jail. Or the bad guy got shot at the end and finito la comedia, right? So now we gave you the message. Doesn't pay to steal. Doesn't pay to do our rice. The guy who watched the movie only remembers the Geneva, you know? Wow. What a Geneva. He forgot the part that the guy ended up dead at the end. Why? Because the person wants the Geneva. He wants taiva. He wants arayas. You talk about it. Then it comes at the end. Now it's late. I can't go so into it. But there are people that hold it. When you do the work on taiva, you're not supposed to think about it even. Because of this problem. Seal Sharm holds you can think about it. It makes it makel on you. But only with the work. So over there, the dogish is on the work. Over there, the dogish is on the gedara. You follow? Okay, we have to talk about it later. Yeah, I'm going to stop here.